0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Lighten Radio with your host, Jay-Z Bound. Are you ready to see what you have in store for yourself? In this program, we'll help you make the incredible transformation into the person who gets to live their fullest potential. Plus, share life skills, tips, and experiences that Jay Z has learned as an intuitive. Now, let's get started. Here is Jay Z Bound.
1: This is Jay Z Bound. Welcome to the show. In last week's episode, I discussed the importance of making the conscious aware of the subconscious. And to continue along this theme of making the conscious more aware of the subconscious, I'm joined today by Sky Fowler, Dream Workshop facilitator and visual artist. Welcome to Light and Radio, Sky. Why, thank you. Thank you so much, Jay Z.
2: I'm uh, glad to be here.
1: Oh, good. Before we talk about your dream work, um, let us know what a visual artist is and how that is spiritual. Because you have mentioned before to me how your work, your art, is spiritual.
2: So I'd just love to hear about that. All right. Um, I'm a visual artist. I, I'm a painter, and I paint with uh, using acrylic paints. I'm also a photographer, but I haven't done a lot of photography recently. So I'll just talk about my painting. And I'm I'm an abstract painter. And within that abstract painting, I use um, intense color. And when I paint, I feel the vibrations of the color and how they coexist on the canvas.
1: Would you, sorry to interrupt you, would you Mm -hmm. say that because i'm i'm seeing these lines and it feels like these lines are um, they're like characters of their own like they have their own i don't know beingness
2: their own character
1: would would you feel that absolutely
2: yeah absolutely i think that's a fantastic way of describing it when people come into the gallery um, the studio gallery that i have um i, I the people often ask me, you know, what is abstract art and how do I look at it? And we we have these wonderful discussions about abstract art. And for from, from my abstract art, I like it to be free-flowing, so that you don't really know where you stand. So you're actually sort of free-falling might be a better word to use. And you don't know really where you are, so all you have is yourself to sort of rely on and that's kind of the, um, the essence of what I'm going for sometimes I achieve it, sometimes I don't but, um, and certainly the kind of forms that I use in my painting are like characters and they certainly have a very strong presence because I use partly because I the colors that I use are quite intense mm-hmm. uh, yeah um, and So, because you are relying just on the viewers relying just on themselves to find out where they are within that painting, then what comes up for them is partly their who they are and what their response is to that those paintings. And when I also when I'm painting, I I infuse a lot of healing energy into the painting. Now, some people will feel that, and some people won't, but And that's, you know, just depending on where they are in their lifetime and how they want to respond and open up to something. Because, of course, when we are viewing art, we have a relationship with it, like anything. And we want to, um, you know, you might see, first of all, you see the color and then you'd you'd feel a response to it. And then you would see where that feeling goes and, and how that expression then speaks to you. And so it's it's sort of a dialogue with me through the painting, in a in a kind of a funny way, I guess. Um, I just love how you described. It's like free falling, and yeah. you you don't know
1: where you are, and that would be a really good good way to live your life. <laughs> <laughs> That would really make you in the flow and, and you know, no preconceived ideas about anything, but just, just totally being present with what are you feeling in the moment? What, what are you getting in the moment? What are you picking up? What are you receiving? What are you wanting to put out?
2: Yes, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I think that I, that's a wonder, I love the way you've just described that, Jay-Z. It's, it's fantastic. Yeah, and, and I'm, I feel like my role as an artist is I'm willing to take that risk. I'm willing to, you know, put that on canvas, and so that other people are able to respond to it in the way that they can respond to it. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's what I feel like my job is, and my job also is getting to know who I am, so that I can I know what my my possible what my direction is in my painting and my own my own stuff that I have to deal with or that I've gotten over or, you know, my boundaries that I need to either expand or bring in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so I'd like a piece from you where you're totally clear and (laughs) you've got no issues that you're working through. And (laughs) yeah. Absolutely.
2: I can do that for you. No problem.
1: (laughs) So um, you're you're also... um, Oh wow, well, I just want to mention that you also work at uh, UBC, the University of British Columbia as a teacher of art and that you're you're quite established and well known as an artist. Uh, I am. You've, yeah, you've thank you. You've been doing uh, this pretty much your whole life.
2: I have. Yes, I've been a visual artist for 30 years. And and I'm always learning. I'm always exploring new avenues. I'm uh always researching and, yeah, and learning new techniques, just, um, like, everything. And certainly, um, in different ways, dream work has, has opened up a whole other avenue with my artwork as well. I don't, there are people that do paint from their dreams. I, directly, they have visions in their dreams and paint from them. I don't use my dream work directly like that, but I certainly use my dream work to solve creative problems that I have or a block that I have, um, maybe around my artwork or something or something that I might be struggling with.
1: Right. Um, so and- is it like a, a full-time thing for you? Like every night you're, you record your dreams or, or you go to bed with questions with specific problems you'd like answers to? Is that how that works?
2: I wouldn't say every night. Sometimes I do need a break, <laughs> so I'm not I'm not doing that every night. But I do that a lot, and I right. certainly keep a dream. I ser- sorry, I certainly keep a dream journal. And so, anytime I remember my dreams, I don't always remember my dreams. Sometimes I feel like my dreams, I don't remember them, so I can take a little bit of a break because <laughs> it can be quite intense. Mm-hmm. But. Um, uh, I I do keep a dream journal and I keep kind of a sort of track of maybe what the weather is like or something that I notice um, in the in the night or in the day. Often I'll wake up in the middle of the night and write my dreams down. Some people like to use a recorder, um, or some people uh, will just do quick jots to then when they do wake up in the morning to then kind of trigger that memory of the dream. Right. So, Yeah, there's different ways of doing it. But if anybody is interested in dream work at all, the first thing they need to do is keep a dream journal. And that dream journal can be just snatches of dreams, like just a fragment, if that's all you remember, a feeling, um, just a color, any any, any note that has anything to do with the dream. Right, and...
1: and And I guess you're going to explain this, but why would that be important, all these little
2: details? (laughs) It's important so that you, as a dreamer, can then start unraveling the layers that the dream is offering you. And so that you can start to understand your subconscious is one layer.
1: So, so you're writing down the actual content, like a story, I guess, and then all the little details, like I was feeling hot or, you know, I had lots of green in the color or, you know, something like that.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great way of describing it. Yes.
1: When, when (laughs) did
2: your interest with uh, dreams start? At a very young age, actually, I've known all my life that dreams were important to me and that they had something to tell me. But I had, other than sharing dreams with friends, I really didn't have any way of kind of unraveling some of the mystery that the dreams had to offer me. And it wasn't until about four or five years ago, no, maybe about five or six years ago, where I heard an interview with Robert Moss Who's an amazing teacher, dream facilitator. Um, I heard an interview with him on uh, the radio, and just uh, just the tail end of it, but it really caught my attention. And so I went down to uh, Banyan Books here in Vancouver and bought one of his books. And it just it was like it was finally oh it was it was so great. It was like oh. Here, this is what I've been looking for. This is how I've been wanting to communicate with people, and what I've known all my life. And here, he has written it for me. And it was just this incredible sense of of coming home, or you know, end of yeah. It fits. It's right for you. It's the yeah. It's your truth. <laughs> Absolutely. That's exactly
1: exactly so, right. So, so, but you'd explored a whole whole variety of different um, different. I guess, ways to interpret your dreams prior to that, though.
2: Is that right? I did, actually. Yeah, that's true. I, um, I with uh, therapy and psychoanalysis, um, both of those things would use dreams. And I would certainly, and I've always kept a dream journal, not when I was a little kid, but certainly since my teens, I've kept a dream journal. Some of them I think I kind of lost along. My way, the journey of my life, moving. <laughs> um, but I've got dreams from written from my 20s, and and looking at them, sort of um, Jungian, um, I I never really Freud was never that interesting to me, but Jung was certainly interesting to me, and he explored dreams a lot, and used dreams, and and he was certainly. Uh, I guess in a way, actually, when I think about it, he was really my first introduction to looking at dreams in another way and um, and seeing um, symbols in dreams and knowing that those are arch- archetypal sym- symbols and that there are connections to other cultures, other times, other um, planets um, in many ways through Jung's work. And he used his, he used his dreams a lot, too, so do actually many scientists use their dreams? It's quite amazing. Um, there's there's a great correlation between dreams and dreamers and um, quantum physics. So, right. uh, mm-hmm. so it's well, how
1: how how with quantum physics?
2: Um, well, there's like um,
1: they get their insights through dreams.
2: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't yeah. surprise me
2: at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there's some people will just kind of say, oh, well, it's just a dream or, oh, it's just your imagination. And kind of my, and imagination is an incredibly powerful, um, energy and tool that we can use. And yeah,
1: cause so- the subconscious doesn't, doesn't actually know the difference between what is you, you're imagining and what isn't. That's and so we can actually create and cast energy just with imagining. It's, it's incredibly powerful. Yeah, please go on. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Um, um, you know, I say to people, well, which came first, the imagined Venice or the real Venice? Or which came first, um, the imagination to fly or the airplane? So um, there's a fantastic quote from... Um, Um, Einstein, which says, if we cannot attempt the absurd, how can we imagine the impossible? So it's along those same lines um, that, you know, dreaming takes place. And, um, you know, how do I know, how, how, and the other thing for me is, if I cannot imagine um, my future, my life, then how do I know to go there? So, if all we're going to imagine is an apocalyptic future, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to go, right? Yeah. And so there's, yeah. There's many of us that are not doing that, that are not imagining an apocalyptic future and imagining a future where we have beauty and love and light in our future. And yeah. So, and, yeah. You know,
1: yeah, imagining it creates something from nothing. And. Um, you know, in fact, this reality is the illusion. It, it's it's all it's all fluid. We're all everything is in constant motion, and so you know what we imagine and um, create can then manifest in the physical form. And so it's so important to for for everybody to you know write down what is it that you want from your life what you, how do you want things to to unfold you know do you mm-hmm. really want you know, you know these horrible things that you spend time thinking about and worrying about to manifest or or do you want to think about how how you would you 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 would like things to be and you do that you through the creation of your imagination. You imagine it and you're creating it and then you have a goal to go towards and then it's easy, easier to reach. Absolutely.
2: yeah, that's, uh, Yeah, that's a lovely way of putting it. Something. So when we do dream work, we're doing soul work a lot of the time. And just to kind of go with that theme, if we are doing our soul work, then we are being our authentic selves. And, mm, lovely. And, yeah. And then, and that can then um, help us dream the future, dream a future that we want, dream a, right. a life. Yeah. Um, so when we go, when I go to bed and I want to have a, if I have a question and I would like an answer, I will state my intent, um, something, um, I, uh, I'm, I need, I need a new direction in my artwork. So I will ask my dreams it, and, and I'll state that intention before I go to bed. Lovely. Uh, or be, Actually, before I fall asleep, I'll be in bed. And before I fall asleep, I'll state my intention. Can I please have, can you please show me a new direction in my artwork?
1: I'm going and to I'll, interrupt you there. It's time for okay. us to take a short break. You're listening All right. to Light Radio with Jay Z Baume, and uh, today's topic is using dreams to help make the conscious aware of the subconscious.
0: Be Visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Do you want to know more of who you are? Do you realize your fullest potential yet? Would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth? Jay-Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or intuitive acupuncture with jay-z bound intuitive acupuncture is a class currently being developed by jay-z bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. visit jay and register for a class today again that's jzbow
1: the divine lives within every one of us some people just need help unlocking it once you understand your own shadow self, you can begin to take steps to say goodbye to remorse, guilt, and shame. Then, own up to living your life with great delight. Listen for Beyond Religion, Your Life is Waiting with host Jim Stacy. For 15 years, Jim has studied the Aramaic language, the non-religious language of Yeshua. And through that language, you can learn how to choose the life you want to live and live above smallness and the victim. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on 7th Wave.
0: This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jay-z at jay that's com. Now back to Lighten Radio. Welcome
1: back. Making the conscious aware of the subconscious with dreams is the topic for today. And the more a person expands their consciousness, the more the person discovers about themselves, their truths, their authenticity, and their fullest potential, and it is the key to a successful life. We're joined by School Fa- uh, Sky Fowler, dream workshop facilitator. Uh, welcome, Sky. And uh, when we left for the segment, you just uh, were telling us how you would write down or state your intention, rather, before going to bed, what it is you would like to manifest or create or have insight on. Yes.
2: So insight and uh, the example that I was giving was insight onto my artwork and wanting a new direction in my work. So I would write that down in my journal. Um, and then state it, either I could state it out loud or in my head um, as I'm lying in bed, and ask my dreams um, for a possible direction or answer. Um, so the dream um, may be often, <laughs> often my dreams are very cryptic, um, can be very symbolic, and I would wake up in the morning and go, well, was that the answer? oh, I don't really understand that dream at all in terms of in relationship to my question. So, I'm really pleased you said that because
1: I completely, <laughs> that's my
2: perspective
1: with most of my dreams. And and to be honest, it, it puts me off interpreting them because of the, the sheer
2: crypticness of it. Yeah, that's totally, that's completely understandable. And that's actually one of the things that... Um, I love about doing dream workshops is that when we have that when we look at it and we just can't see a way of how it relates we can um, get input from other people you know in a group when we're in a group and other people will see things that we're just not able to see because we're so close to it or we just you know it just doesn't unravel for us in any kind of way that makes any sense
1: right. Um and That'd I can see important. how being in a group it, and, and you know, um, almost like diagnosing and, and pulling apart the dream would really help a person get used to that practice and familiar yeah. with it so that they have those tools then to go home and use on their own. But we all need a little bit of guidance and help sometimes in getting used to this new way of, you know, in this case, diagnosing and pulling apart the dream.
2: That's absolutely right. And... Um, So, in um, with uh, uh, oh, I should say that I took teacher training with Robert Moss, and so it's his uh, kind of um, it's 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 his teachings that I um, have uh, rely on or that I refer to when I'm doing my own facilitations of a workshop. And his combination is dream work and in a shamanic kind of way. Um, there's a lot of meditation and vision, visionings and, and journeying that we do in in the dream in his in, in his style of dream work. Um, and so, he, so what 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 would you you know? Could you explain
1: the shaman way a little bit more or, or the the journeying?
2: Yeah, how, how was, why that is different. Um, it's a bit different than maybe sort of like a therapeutic. What might be a a therapist point of view,
1: and um, or just- getting a dream book and with with you know what images mean. Say, yeah. like, like house means this, and a cat means this, and a knife means this. Like,
2: is different to that. Definitely, very different than that. Um, because first of all, one of the first things that we do, and most dream workers will tell you this, whether it's Robert Moss or or anyone else, is that. It's only the dreamer who can interpret her dreams. No one else can interpret your dreams. Other people can maybe um, give you input or guidance, but not interpretation. And because, you know, a black cat to me means my own cat, right? Whereas a black cat to you may mean um, danger or um, something that's maybe not as pleasing as my interpretation of it. So it's really
1: only... That makes perfect sense to me because as an intuitive, that's exactly what you do. You have this image and only you, the person who's receiving it, can interpret it because that is a message that is given to you that is the most easiest for you to interpret and give you the information that whoever, whatever is trying to to give you. So like you said, that that meaning for you is completely different. You wouldn't be given, you know, I wouldn't be given a black cap. I'd be given something else that has meaning to me. That's right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're all we'll be given completely different images, so that because we're all different, and the message is the same, but it's it's the interpretation, and it's the feeling and um, the, the the general feel of you know, yeah, like like you were saying earlier, it's picking apart the pieces and, and looking at what is the energy of, of that, you know, it's, it's green say, so does that feel happy or sad or you know, is there an underlying feeling somewhere else and so on
2: Yes, absolutely and in the dream work that we do there's kind of, there's, there's a set of questions that we will ask and um, that, that is kind of a, a a format in which we can follow. So um, we would do when um, you tell me a dream, I would ask you if there's a title for the dream. Sometimes it's, it's, in, it's, it's good to know a title so that you can, when you're on your dream book, you can refer to the title without having to, to read the whole dream through. It will hopefully mm-hmm. trigger the memory of that dream. So oh that yeah, that can, would save you a lot of time. <laughs> it would, yeah. And then the next thing that we ask Is um, um, how do you how you felt when you woke up? Um, Because in the dream it can be something very um, dangerous, and you're feeling anxiety. But then when you wake up, you don't feel any of that anxiety at all. It's not. Okay. Can you explain
1: that a little bit? Why it would be different? Like Uh, why
2: why that's important? That that different feeling. Yeah, it, the waking up feel when you wake up, the feeling that you carry through with you um, is the feeling that you want to then it it will it's a gauge on how urgent the message is in your dream. So oh, if you okay. wake up mm-hmm, if you wake up with anxiety and um and, and a sense of urgency, then it's something the dream wants you to act. Um, if you wake up from a dream that you might call a nightmare, and but you don't feel the nightmare, it, it doesn't. It, you 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 feel fine. You don't feel terrified like you did in the dream. So that can mean something different, and that's what you would explore: is the is the differences and and or the similarities of right. how the 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 feeling is on um, waking. And then the next question we would ask is. Um, a, a reality check. Is this something that could happen in real life? You've fallen off a cliff, you know, um, you have that dream. And so then you're telling me the dream of you falling off a cliff. And then I would ask you, well, um, are you um, a cliff, you know, do, are you a climber? And you would say no. And I'd say, well, are you planning a trip to the Grand Canyon? Um, and you may say yes. And and then I'd say, well, is that is it possible that you could fall off a cliff at the Grand Canyon and you say, yes, it is. And you might want to immediately go and cancel your trip to the Grand Canyon. But I would say, don't necessarily do that, but just be very aware of not getting too close to the edge. And if you're traveling with other people, let those other people know. Some people don't really believe in dreams, so they won't take you seriously. You say, I dreamt. But you could say, I have a feeling so just be, just humour me and be really careful. So when you're would it around. not
1: be a subconscious fear coming up, um, and not necessarily a premonition? Of just that you know, perhaps in a past life you you fell off a cliff, or you have a, a a memory that you know maybe in your genetics, say, and an ancestor fell off the cliff, or witnessed someone fall off the cliff, or you've bought into some group conscious belief, and then it's become your belief, so now you're
2: afraid. Like, could that be? Absolutely. Absolutely. The first thing we want to rule out, though, is, is it a possibility in real life? So if it isn't, you're not going to the Grand Canyon. It's not, you're not going climbing in the Rocky Mountains. You're not going anywhere near cliffs in the next, you know, little while. Then, then we talk about, um, and then, okay, then what we would go to is if it were my dream. So I'm not telling you what it is for your dream, I'm telling you, if it was my dream, I would then want to look at, um, fear of falling. Now, is it a fear of falling or is it a fear of, of, um, of adventuring into something new? Because fear of falling doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to, um, that it's, that it's necessarily a physical thing but an emotional yeah. or spiritual Yeah, it could thing. be med, med, metaphor, metaphorical for something. Yeah. yeah. And often nightmares can be, not all the time, but they can be um, an indication that we're growing. So nightmares aren't necessarily that you're always afraid of something, but that you are finally letting go of things and that that's what your nightmare can possibly.
1: Oh, I'm pleased you said that because that casts mm-hmm. a positive light for me, or nightmares.
2: <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So, um, you know, these ways, so these different, we, we pull back these different layers. And maybe, you know, we had a dream about uh, a rabbit. And so what does a rabbit, maybe we want to look into mythology and see what a rabbit is, um, or a crocodile, or, and does it, does it resonate with us? Yeah, yeah what, what I
1: do sometimes when I get get visions of things, I will look up on on the internet. You know the the meanings, you know, the spiritual meanings of certain things, particularly animals and and uh, insects and what have you, because there is a lot of uh, shamanistic work out there. Um, and then I read through, and and most of it doesn't resonate, but some things will resonate with me, and it's like, yes, I see that. I see that as having meaning for me.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, Yeah. And and I find that that you can, I mean, you can get so much information um, that can be really useful and it's fun, right? Because it's you, you playing an active role in um, the, all that is, you know, everything, the synchronicity, the, the um, us all being connected and um, listening to that and feeling what is in resonant to your truths.
2: Uh, absolutely, yeah. And just on the, the note of that we're all connected, Is the other reality is that you can also pick up other people's dreams, particularly when you're in a dream workshop or you're close to people. You can actually dream someone else's dream. So sometimes it's good to ask, is that my dream? and and i would assume empaths would have
1: the biggest challenge with this i i would just assume i don't know if this is true but i would assume that they would be picking up people's dreams more than other people
2: that's a definite possibility absolutely and now if you are an empath you know and you don't want to keep picking up other people's dreams and of course you there's boundaries that you can put up and and ways of of not always picking up other people's, um, you want your own dream. <laughs> so Yeah, because it's incredibly confusing. It can sure. be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, another question that we would ask is, um, what would you like to know about the dream? So, you know, I, I would say, well, I want to know what that relationship with the bunny rabbit is and what that bunny rabbit has to say to me. Is it something... You know, is it something from my past? Is it, you know, Mm -hmm. when um, I was on the prairies and I saw a lot of bunnies, is it something to do with that? Or is it something in the future? Um, You know, one of the things that sort of comes to my mind is um, in Chinese astrology, am I a bunny? No, I'm not, but I certainly know a lot of bunnies. So how is that, you know, so there's all those kinds of things that you can um, explore. And, And like you were saying, there's research to be done. Uh, It's important to take action on a dream, an important dream, a dream that you feel has some resonance for you that's beyond just maybe, and I don't want to say just, I I, I shouldn't say just, because even anxiety dreams can be very pertinent to us, but um, there's there's sometimes a different quality of a dream that feels like a, a dream that is, has more importance to us it 's a soul searching dream, and so with those kinds of dreams you want you want to do the research and do the homework and do some digging and honor that dream so that then you can go forward because our dreams are here to help us
1: and, and the research you 're meaning on on the internet or other books or what have you yeah. as well as researching your feel feelings and investigating those and, and yeah, like you said, with um, you know, what what do I want to explore or know more about, and what has meaning for me, and uh, is there anything else?
2: Yeah, to, that's to really look for. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing is that if there's still, if you still have a question, take that question to bed with you and ask your dream again. So I I've researched as much as I can about this bunny rabbit, and I'm still not completely satisfied. And so I go, I go to bed again, and I say, um, ask my dreams again, is there something more about this bunny rabbit? Now that's one way of doing it. Another way of doing it is that in a dream, um, we have the dreamer and we have a tracker. And so I'll say, you have the dream, Jay-Z, and you tell me the dream, and then I ask you, "Well, what do you want from the dream?" And you say, "I would really like to know what that tree in that particular forest um, means to me, and what that that dream is trying to tell me in regards to that tree." so we would you would tell so you've told me the dream we would this is like a daytime daytime dreaming or daytime visioning um, and I would go back into that dream with you. So we're both visioning, revisioning the dream and I'm there to support you and to go with you to that tree. And, and maybe I ask the tree, what is it that you are trying to communicate to Jay-Z about? What is it that you are trying to tell her? And so, so this I'm, is
1: waking now in, in yes. an intuitive uh, meditative state and then that's, just getting feelings that way is that what you're saying that's,
2: yes that's exactly it and right. it's amazing what happens when you do that um, um, you're both re-entering the dream and you're both traveling or journeying um, in the dream and every time I've done this and I've tried to do something different than what the dream is sort of indicating it doesn't work I need to go along the path of the dream and Um, it's um, an amazing journey that can happen and support for the dreamer that's great
1: it's uh it's sorry to interrupt you here but it is time for us to take a short break and when we come back we'll get to hear more from my guest sky fowler
0: invite meaning and inspiration to your life this is the voice america seventh wave channel do you want to know more of who you are do you realize your fullest potential yet would you like to be living in alignment with your divine truth Jay Z Bound facilitates guidance, transformation, and activations for groups and individuals who are on a path of spiritual development and wanting to raise their energetic frequency. Visit jayzbound.com and sign up for a package or a session and embrace your transcendence and transformation. Does empowering yourself to treat yourself or others on the dimensions beyond the physical resonate with you? Learn Theta Healing or Intuitive Acupuncture with Jay Z Bound. Intuitive Acupuncture is a class currently being developed by Jay-Z Bound for intuitives who would like to harness the powerful modality of acupuncture and for practitioners who are ready to work multidimensionally. Visit jzbound.com and register for a class today. Again, that's jzbowm.com. Sit back. Relax. Breathe.
1: Reconnect to the still, small voice within take the time to make a weekly visit to the sounds of the heart with host sandy goldstone this unique program will help you cultivate and strengthen your heart's connection and feel love beauty and joy you don't need to fear or suffer heed the call say yes to living from the heart's truth Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Join the evolving consciousness of humanity.
0: This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to Lighten Radio. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to jay-z at jay That's jay-z-b-o-w-n Now back to Lighten Radio.
1: We're joined by uh, Sky Fowler, who was um, just about to go on and tell us a little bit more about dreams and how they can um, make the conscious aware of what's happening in the subconscious. And I think you were going to introduce one more piece there uh, about dreams, but can you just quickly recap on what we've covered so far? You, you started off with some tools, um, a dream journal.
2: Yeah. And, so and keeping keep, keeping a dream journal is very important. Having an intent for your dreams, so that there's um, a, a, a direction, um, a series of questions which we call um, dream lightning work. It's a very it's very uh, quick and it's just the questions that um, we sort of ran through. Is it something that happens you know, is it something that can happen in real life? What do you want to know from the dream? Um, playing or what if it were my dream so that then you get a response and different um, insight or a different perspective on the dream from other people and then um, having a title for your dream which is important when you're going back through your dream journal. Um, the other thing, and then um, tracking uh, a dream, so uh, re-entering your dream with another person, and um, and you both visioning the dream at the same time, and having a question or having an intent for that dream that you're that you want to uh, re-enter. The other tool that we use is um, among many, but this is another one, which is dream theater where one person in we're in a dream circle and one person wants to explore their dream in another way and so the dreamer would tell us the dream and then the dreamer would pick people to play different characters and different objects and different animals in the dream so and then we then those the people in the dream circle, would enact the dream, and the dreamer would be the director and say, Okay, yeah, it was like that. It was, Yeah, no, if you could do that a little bit more, or yell a little louder because I was really screaming in this dream, and sort of direct the people with the, with the dream. And then the dreamer can have conversations with those characters that are in her dream or his dream. And uh, again, when you're in character, you're speaking. So in that character um, and responding to the uh, the dreamer with those dream responses yeah, and you
1: triggered a memory for me. I actually have done this exercise before, and someone posed a question to me about one of the characters and and how I felt about one of the characters, and it just completely i just never ever thought of that. And I very clearly had the answer, and it was it just it just completely changed the whole meaning of the dream for me, having you know this new insight.
2: Yeah, isn't that a, isn't, that's amazing, isn't it? It's just it's amazing. It, always, it turned it three
1: sixty. It really was amazing. That yeah, yeah, huge.
2: Yeah, that's great, and that's and that's the that's the the significance and the power of this work uh, that can happen to, for people, and then. You know, the other thing, of course, and you mentioned earlier on, you mentioned the word synchronicity, and synchronicity plays a huge part in our waking lives and dream lives and how something, um, deja vu, and it could be from a dream. You know, it can be from another life or another dimension, but it can also be from a dream, that feeling of deja vu. And the synchronicity, you've dreamt something, and then you realize how how significant it is in your waking life. And so that the waking life and the dream life um, become closer together. And, um, and and then there's that communication, that other world. It's kind of like an otherworldly communication. You're, you're sort of, you've got one foot in this world and another foot in the world beyond the world. Um, so... Um, the other thing, of course, that you can do is time travel. You can do time travel in your dreams and in dream journeys, which can be um, not a nighttime activity, but a, a, a visioning, journeying dream uh, journey. Uh, and you can also connect with um, masters of your trade. So I may want to ask Leonardo how he did something, and I can do that um, through my night dreams as well as my waking dream, vision, Um, and um, go to libraries, uh, the Alexandria Library, where I want to look up information. Any of those things are a possibility in your dream and in your active dreaming, which is a a phrase that I believe Robert Moss has coined, um, active dreaming, which is something that is... um, Taking your dreams beyond the just a nighttime dream and into this other world of synchronicity in our lives and our, our meditations our visions our different journeys that we make that we want to take
1: I have uh, heard of some uh, Buddhist monks who they of course you know there's lots of different types of Buddhism but um, this particular Type they really concentrate and focus on um, mastering the dream state, so that you become master and controller. So you know you don't like the dream, you turn it and you create your dreams. So you're actually creating your dreams, and rather than just it's happening, you're you're in control. And you're bringing in what you want, and all of this. And once you get to this state, once you can completely control your dreams, then you can do this in the waking world just as easily. Um, Absolutely. So you're, you're living the waking state, and I think this is what you're talking about. And but you're terming it as um, something different.
2: Ah, uh, there's there's, and what the monks are doing, and what other people do as well sometimes just naturally is called lucid dreaming.
1: Oh, okay, so, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I thought it was called, yeah.
2: Yeah, so when you're
1: but, but you were you were saying so you you called it something different and it's something different to this?
2: Yes. So active okay. dreaming is different than lucid dreaming, although there's a, there's crossovers. So they're very, they're quite parallel. Um, and it's the same kind of idea to not that dreaming is something more than what happens to you. It's something that you are engaged in. So, and the monks are doing the same thing where they're engaging in their dreams in sleep life as well as waking life. And active dreaming is very similar. The one thing that's very clear about lucid dreaming is that it's a night dream that then you know you are dreaming in your dream. So you're aware of yourself, being aware of your dream, not just, being a passive observer and watching a movie go by, right? So there's a difference. And right. active dream, and active dreaming is the same intent, just um, of from a slightly different angle. So that active dreaming includes lucid dreaming as well as daytime visioning and dream work. Yeah. Does that does that make sense? Is that? It does.
1: Yeah. Can you explain to me so that- what I find, um, you know, if I close my eyes sometimes, especially um, at night time when I'm tired, I'm just flooded with images. And it's, it, it's just like um, someone turning a, a TV channel. It's like you get a little, little bit of this and a little bit of that. And they can be really vivid, completely nonsensical. Cool, can't make out, and then it's gone on, going on to something different. I thought that was a type of lucid dreaming. But I don't think it is. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> having speaking to, to, to you today.
2: Yeah, um, that's that's. Um, I wouldn't call that lucid dreaming. Lucid dreaming is when you are clearly asleep in the REM REM sleep, and you are dreaming, and but that you are you know you're dreaming. There's a, right. you, yeah, you know. So the this difference.
1: waking dream thing that's going on. Do you know what that is?
2: Mm. And that could be many different things that could be um, possibly something that you want to explore more, uh, but it could also just be a way of kind of um, your body your mind um, reenacting the day or sifting through the the events of your of your daily life and um I would, uh, I'm I'm interested. It's very curious to me. I'd like to kind of know a bit more about that, but maybe that's something we can talk about another time, but um, it it could be um, sometimes when we are kind of semi-asleep, that can just be as, as valid as a dream. Like, there's that time before we actually fall asleep and then that time just as we're sort of waking up where our minds are still in our dreams or our minds are going into our dreams and and those can be just as important, I think, as mm-hmm. a dream, a dream dream, or a journey, or a meditation, dreaming, kind right. of journeying. Yeah, um, uh, I'm not sure what I was going to say after that. So <laughs>
1: I, I, um, I had heard that when people dream, um, they need they. Sorry, when they need to dream, it's because they are needing subconsciously to compartmentalize like what you said, uh, it could be happening with me at nighttime. It's almost like my subconscious is needing to file and categorize everything that's happened. And I have heard that you actually go crazy if you don't sleep because you do need this compartmentalization happening. But um, saying that, and I, I do want to hear your response, but before... Before we do, I did recently come across a YouTube clip of this guy who got the flu. And ever since then, which was, I don't know, 20 years ago, he, he doesn't need to sleep. He doesn't sleep. So this, vi- this virus has whatever changed his, his need to sleep. So he's not, he's not going through this compartmentalizing and he didn't seem crazy at all. He seemed totally normal. Wow, that so, sounds amazing. Yeah, um, yeah. So I wanted to mention that before <laughs> before you go on
2: talk about the filing. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine not sleeping and not dreaming. I, you know, if I go for weeks without remembering a dream, I start to feel not myself. I, I start to feel kind of disconnected, and and it. I start to get a little concerned because it starts to. Um, um, I feel like I haven't, I, I, I certainly need, I don't, I mean, part of what we're doing certainly is compartmentalizing, but, you know, our dreams offer us so many different layers, and um, there's so many ways of sort of peeling back those layers. Sometimes what can seem as sort of like a mundane um, um, anxiety dream, you know, like I'm, I'm about to go and teach, and so I'm having a dream, I'm starting, you know, I'm starting a new teaching Gig or something, and I have an anxiety dream that the tables aren't put up properly, or that, you know, it's winter time and the air conditioning is still on, or you know, all whatever. And and so I look at that and I go, oh well, that's just an anxiety dream. I know what that is. But then if I look a little deeper, I go, well, am I prepared enough? Do I need to phone the university and find out if the tables are going to, if there are going to be tables that I do need and that I've asked for? But Is it something that I actually need to follow up on and find out, don't just sort of brush it aside as an anxiety dream. Think of it as something maybe I need to do a little bit of research on and follow through on. And then, and I phone the university and I, and they say, no, we didn't get the memo about the tables. And I go, well, I'm really glad I called because yes, I do need tables for this workshop. So it can be just really, and, you know. And you so sound like you've had good experience with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> so, um, you know, and, and then I can choose. Well, do I want to act on that or do I want to just leave it up to circumstance? You know, how much does it matter to me? Right. And so you have that, you have, you're suddenly, you have choices where you didn't realize you had choices before or that you didn't. you, you Lovely. didn't Lovely. Yeah.
1: Empowerment. Yeah. Mm-hmm yeah and that's just it as you become more more conscious of the subconscious you become more empowered you become more in the driver's seat
2: absolutely and i also think that that also um you know for me it became very um clear early on that i was i was to become an artist and so that's the path that i chose now i took a very you know meandering way about it and um and every time I've gone off the path of an artist, my life has, um, you know, fallen. And, and, and I, I say this because... Talk about my life as an artist because um, I had no idea what I was going to do when I grew up. You know? Um, and, and I just kind of decided to go to art school and I, you know... And it was like a dream for me. And in many ways, it still is like a dream. It's just that the dream... Um, has changed and has become very colorful and much more um, substantial. And so in my – and I still dream about art in my dreams, absolutely.
1: Right. And, well, and I'm also- so pleased to um, mm-hmm. uh, to be talking with you today. Um, thank mm-hmm. you so much for joining us. Uh, it's just been so wonderful hearing, hearing about you and your journey and giving us all these tips on how to um, use dreams to benefit us and help us um, – become more conscious of our subconscious
2: Thank you, it's been wonderful and can I just say um, on my my website my website is skyart.com and it's sky spelled S-K-A-I-A-R-T dot com and on my website I'm going to be putting up a section on dreams and dream workshops that I'll be holding um, in the near future so people can uh, tap into that and see what's happening in my dream world anyway
1: (laughs) Great. Yeah, well, thanks for sharing that. Um, yeah. And if you would like any information on me and my services, you can visit me at jzbound.com. Um I'm a Health and Ascension facilitator. I provide services and classes for spiritual development. And... Um, In sessions, I facilitate clients' transformation and transcendence into a reality and consciousness that is most in alignment with their divine truth, as efficiently as I know how and as fast as they are capable of. Uh, Remember, it's you who decides how bright to shine your light by taking responsibility for your intentions and actions. And that means paying attention to your dreams. Uh, Next week, I will discuss senses and sensitive people. Thank you for connecting with me on Lighten and Radio, and I'll see you next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Lighten Radio. Please join your host, Jay-Z Bound for another edition of the program next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Become your best you this week.